You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 5 of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. And neither one of us have the COVID so far still. No, no COVID. It's good. I'm surprised but like, we last whatever. last week. If I got it, whatever at this point. Oh, if you get it, you'll just survive because no, of superior like, genetics? No, like whatever happens, happens, man. Really? World, it's, everything is up? so bad, I'm just giving up. I don't know. This week, every day you just wake up and it's like, what crazy, batshit crazy, completely yeah. insane crazy thing is going to happen today? I don't know, man. Every just day. Something. Every day is something. Something. I, I mean, mean, we did... We did this last week. We we recounted the days, and everything was crazy. It's just too much. It's just too much. That we're overwhelmed. It's overwhelming. It's yeah. There's so much going on, and almost none of it good. The only exception, the only exception being that in the vice presidential debate this week, a fly landed and sat on the head of Mike Pence for like two minutes. And that was probably the best thing that happened all week. It it was like stuck on his head, right? It's crazy. (laughs) Was that before or after Edward Van Halen died? Okay, so that's really not a good segue. That's the only marker for me. It's the only marker for me. I can't even remember. I can't even remember. In a year of incalculable loss, right? Yeah. Eddie Van Halen died this week. Right, making it... Even that much more incalculable. Like, now, I'm still now, having a hard time getting my mind around it. People and like I said, listen, I have no idea what happened when because I'm totally focused on the fact that Edward is dead. People who listen to the show know yeah. that Van Halen is a very important band to the two of us. <laughs> oh and I would say it's foundational in our development as people. It's, 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 as people. As, as humans, I mean, this, this is the band. This is the band of our youth. For listen, us. I listened to Van Halen so much that my mother knew the words to "Ain't Talking About Love" because yeah. I would just crank it; it would shake the house. And did she like it? I don't know if she liked it, but she knew the words. Yeah, but I mean, and Eddie, she could air guitar, Eddie. He was for me the epitome of cool. Oh, my God. He was so cool. He was so great at what he did. But just his personality. He had that smile. That <laughs> the the smile like, was just like, I know I'm good. And it's cool. When I, saw, when I saw them, when Lauren and I went to see them in April 2012, yeah. we, were pretty, we were pretty close to the stage. And he has this grin. When he played, yeah. he had this grin on his face that was like, I'm the happiest I can ever be because I'm making music. And two, it was sort of like the shit-eating grin, like, I'm having such a good time here. I can't even believe that I'm getting paid to do this. Yeah, but I mean, he, was, he was so good. He was a virtuoso. Virtuoso, he, he could play any this, instrument. He just had this laid-back coolness about him. He's just like, yeah. yeah, whatever, man, I'm living the life. And, you know, he just... And by all accounts that I've read this week, yeah, he was a really nice guy, right? 
Right, and kind of yeah. an introvert, like oh, you know, he's a total introvert. He had his demons, no right? question. Of course, he of course. had his struggles because he was so nervous about playing alcohol. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, he lived a hard. I mean, he lived hard. Lived, he lived hard. Really hard. Uh, um, but, but he was he was did fantastic. He make, he, uh, he had was such the music, an impact. It was the music of our teenage years. Yeah, yeah. And we carried it with us till today. We I, still I carry actually, it. I heard from an old girlfriend this week who texted me and said, I, I heard that Eddie died and I know how much you like Van Halen. I'm really sorry. And like, she, it was like, that was, that was the age. 15 years old. 16 years old. That's yeah. all I listened to. Yeah. Now, I got into <sighs> them. And, and I said to her when I responded, I said, thanks. You know, I appreciate it. I said, I feel really old. I feel like my childhood ended. You are old, man. I know I'm old, but now I really feel it. Like, Edward's gone. I, I got into them during the Diver, like when Diver Down Diver Down. Came out. Diver Down is on, I, you know, I, I have a CD player in my car, and I, yeah. Diver Down is in the CD player. And, and when you think about it, it's not a great album, because it's got like two or three covers. Right. It was a it's, quirky album. Yeah. They put it together very quick. Although, you know, it's a very underrated song and really shows off his, Eddie's talents, little guitars, both intro and the song. Okay. Like the song, Dave can't sing for yeah. shit. That he, is, you're like, oh my God, he's the worst voice. But he can, but he, he played that, like classical guitar in the intro to that. That is my favorite Van Halen song on any album. Such, such a good my, tune. Because that is a song, again, when I first got into them, yeah. When I was listening to that album. Yeah. That was a song that I could not stop listening to. Because he's... It, it, it was it, great. It, his guitar playing just comes it out. Great. It's insane. And then I remember the lead up to 1984. Right. And when that album came out and it just exploded. Well, I, that was the concert I went to. That was the first Van Halen concert <laughs> yeah. I went to. It's that was amazing. the first Van Halen concert I went to. Oh. In, April, in April 1984, Brendan Byrne Arena. Madison Square Garden. Yep, same week. Probably. I went with Felicia Cantor. There you go. That was amazing. Same week. Um, early same week, late, yeah, late no late doubt. March, they played Brendan Burn Arena and they played the Garden. Yeah. Right. And they were they were huge. They were the biggest, you know, quote-unquote metal band at the time. Right, metal, they weren't metal. metal. David Lee Roth called them big rock, not metal. Whatever, he can call them whatever He's he also wants. lamented what came after them, all the imitators. Look, imitation is the most sincere form. Yeah, of but you know, like all those bands sucked. Rad. Yeah, well, yeah, they yeah. each had they had Doken. their moment. They right. Dokken. Dokken. Had their moment. Whatever it is. Yeah, Dokken had also the European guitar lead guitar player, Don Dokken, <laughs> also named after the the, <laughs> the, the, the guitar player, just right. like Van Halen. Just like Van Halen. But you know the thing about the and to me. This is probably controversial with some yeah. people. I, I wouldn't call it a hot take. Right. But 1984 is really the last Van Halen album. Yeah, oh, without a what, doubt. I mean, for me, whatever came later is not the same. Not the Just same. not the same. And there's really only one Van Hagar song, which I think is really great, which is 5150. Um but you see, otherwise, I couldn't, even, I couldn't even tell you like what's great and what's good. Well, or what's he, okay, he and, he and Alex really... He and Alex, it's true, you didn't care. It was like, there was something super compelling 
about the original lineup, and you yeah. just like love these guys. Also, because it was the image, it was like the L.A. party exactly. scene, and they were so exactly. cool, and we were the perfect age for just wanting to be those guys. Right. And like David Lee Roth was like he didn't have his voice is not as good as Sammy Hagar's, but he was. Bigger than life. Personality. Yeah, personality, exactly. The, all he wanted to do was be a lead singer in a band. Right. And that's, that's what it. he played the role he, of the exactly. lead singer. He willed it because band. he really couldn't sing that yeah. well. He couldn't. And he, he still really, can't. He and, still and, can't. Right. Exactly. But the two of them together right. were magic. Right. Because Eddie wrote the music and then Dave put the, you know, sophomoric lyrics together. And the schmaltz. Don't and the schmaltz, the schmaltz. Right. Exactly. By the way, it's Dave's sixty-sixth birthday today. Today, October tenth. Wow. David Lee Roth, sixty-six today. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm such a Van Halen fan that so, and and as you well know, I'm also a, a, a an avid skier. There is a, a ski shop in Boston that will make you skis. And I was thinking for, you know, at some point in the relatively near future that I would have them, I would go there and, you know, have them make me skis and that the decal that I would want them to put on the skis was Eddie's guitar. Yeah. For the Frankenstrat. The red with the, with the, you know, the black tape and white tape and stuff like that. that Like that would be super awesome, right? Not that that would show your age very much. (laughs) Not at all. I think the kids wouldn't ski with me, though. They'd be, like, a little embarrassed. But, again, that was, you know, his thing. Like, you saw that guitar. You knew immediately who that guitar belonged to. Just like you would hear his guitar work, and you knew what he sounded like. Nobody else sounded like Nobody else. That's why we've said before, there are no Van Halen tribute bands, because no one can do that sound. Nobody can do what he can do. When I saw him in 2012, and then I saw him on TV, I saw, it was actually, I was watching a YouTube video of an interview with him. He was he wasn't using that guitar any longer. He had built a new one. It was black, but if you looked closely, it still had the the tape in. Like they made the, the design, yeah, yeah, not yeah, the yeah. color was, scheme. Yeah, it was yeah. it was super cool. It was super cool. It was like for a dude in his sixties now, you know. But but you anyway. know, earlier in the year, David Lee Roth dropped a hint that Eddie was that they doing were going to well. get back to you. no that he wasn't oh that he wasn't well. doing well, right? And then there were all these hints. Remember they were going to play with. Remember last, was it last June they were supposed to, we were going to go at Yankee Stadium. They were going to play with, um, what's it called? Um, it Def, Def Leppard? No, 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 no. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, there was going to be a... last year it was really seven years ago. In, <laughs> in, in, in real This time. is why I can't remember. But there was supposed to be a show at Yankee Stadium, and it never materialized. And I was like, we're totally going. There's no know. question we're going. I don't know. But you remember, I did yes. fly to Las Vegas right. to see David Lee Roth right. in his residency in the Hard Rock. Which I regret I didn't go to. And it was cool because, you know, it was Diamond Dave. Dave right? But, you know, without Eddie, like, yeah, Diamond yeah, yeah. Dave was just, eh, he's all right. Yeah, exactly. He's all right. right. Just like I saw So ben what Hagar, was the hint? He what said, was the hint? That- he said, Ed's not doing really well. I mean, mm-hmm. they, he's talked about, they, somebody asked him about getting back together. He's like, yeah, we've talked about it, but, you know, Ed's really not doing great. Mm-hmm. I actually saw Van Hagar in concert in Atlanta when I was in college. Really? And it was okay. It was, it was okay, yeah, I'm sure. Right, like you weren't committed to it emotionally. No, I, I wasn't, wasn't committed to Van Hagar emotionally. Van Halen, 
I'm committed to emotionally. Till this day. Right. Till this day. I'm telling you, it happened at exactly the right moment for us. Yes. Because, you know, you talk to people a little younger or people a little bit older, it's like, whatever. They're like, yeah, it was good good music. But, like, I don't know. I think, like, guys our age. Maybe a little older so they got in a little earlier than we did. Right, right. right. Like with Fair Warning or Women and Children First. Right. Which was a little bit before. Like, we were too young. Like right. Ten years old is too young to. Right, right. That, that was yeah. Because Van Halen one was in 1978. We were ten. Yeah. You were nine. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's too early. Too yeah. early. And I certainly didn't have any influence in my life who would have brought me that right. album and said, "Listen to this." <laughs> right. Because there was no, there was no Spotify back then or YouTube <laughs> to check the, or even or to, MTV for that right. matter. <laughs> there was oh just God, the radio no station. Yeah, Actually, was, Maddie asked me the other day, "What was MTV?" <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, child. That's a, that's, that makes you feel old. Oh, my God. So Yeah, so we've lost a lot of people this year. Lost, yeah. And um, But again, it's like... Eddie's a big one. It's huge. And I can't... I mean, like, the grief has been overwhelming. I don't even know, like, when that was. Was that was, pre-debate, after-debate? May have been the same day. Really? No. I don't know. Oh All I know is that I have been listening to nothing but Van Halen since. The days sort of. I have not listened to anything other. but. Really? Yeah. No, I was out in the backyard working in the backyard earlier. I had Spotify on, remembering Eddie Van Halen. The days kind of blend. <laughs> it's been a rough year. And it's, it's been just a rough been year. The hits just keep on coming. This is the new normal. Like now, there really will never be. They'll never get back to. You. I always. I held out hope after 2012. That I'd see them at least one more time. Yeah. And that, and obviously, you know. Okay, he died on Tuesday. He died on Tuesday. And the debate was Wednesday? I don't know, I think so. Oh, God. Yeah, the debate was Wednesday. And the fly. The fly. Holy shit. Dude, Pence just lies effortlessly and prodigiously. I don't know. What is there to even talk about? There's not, you know what? I, I stopped watching the debate after the first 10 minutes. When he was just giving answers to completely different questions <laughs> than the ones just... that were being asked, it's like, dude, uh. if you're not going to actually answer the question and then you're just going to keep talking, the moderator was horrible. Uh. I mean, if we if we thought that uh, what's his name, Chris Wallace, Chris Wallace was ineffective, this I, I don't Susan I Page, tell you yeah, I mean, journal, he just talked over was, her. She was bad. I mean, she bad. was completely unassertive. He's... And he's so smarmy and oh, lying such and a, ugh, just such horrible. By the way, did you have, catch any of the clips of Pete Buttigieg ta- uh, interviews on Fox News this week? <laughs> My mom told me about them. She said Fucking they're great. great. They were great. They asked him questions, and he just pivoted like on a dime and turned everything around. They said something about how... Uh, Kamala's positions during the primaries were like further to the left of where they are now. Right. And he was just like, you know something, if you wanted to ask somebody about, you know, changing their opinions, how about Mike Pence, who <laughs> is a you know, Christian, uh, evangelical Christian, how is it that he can serve as vice president to the most amoral person <laughs> who has ever held office? A man who's been married three times, uh, you know, I, 
committed and adultery. Sex with a porn star. Yeah. So he, he was great. He was great. He did another one. And how did they uh, respond to that? They, she just told me he was great. Dead silence. She wasn't watching it. I guess she saw, yeah. like, she the heard response, about it. The response was... Uh, Dead silence? Uh, okay, uh, anyway. And then they just changed... changed oh, my God. And, I mean, because what are you going to say? When you're right. caught like that? Well, like, but that, you know what? It's, you know, you got to give Buttigieg, you know, a yeah, lot of credit because a lot of Democrats won't go on. But it's like shooting fish in a barrel at this point. What, you go on, they're going to ask you a question. We go, wait a second. Can I please point out the hypocrisy? Yeah. Every question. Every, isn't Joe Biden corrupt? Wait a second. You want to talk about corruption? Isn't Joe Biden yeah. old and feeble? Wait a second. Can yeah. we talk about, isn't Joe, you know, on and on and on and on and on. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing, it's just... Like we said in the beginning, every day is just crazier right. than the next. And we haven't even talked about the freaking car ride that he took <laughs> on Sunday. Okay, wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. What was up? They were like the people lining Wisconsin Avenue in Bethesda. Oh it was like North Korea. Did you check it out? Did you drive it, down it, there? It, no, I didn't check it out, but I, I saw the video. I mean, it's three miles from here, but I said... Well, last week I said, oh, and you know all these people are going to come down and stand yep. outside the hospital. D- D- Trump forever. He sacrifices for us. So this yeah. is the He's least Jesus, we can do. man. He can sacrifice He's for you? What has he sacrificed for you? He's Jesus. Oh, but my But you know, God. you know what's interesting to me? Those people who are out there, who are out there can go out in complete confidence that nobody is going to drive their car into them. <laughs> right. And people on the left cannot say the same right. thing. We do not have that same privilege. Right. That's true. Right? That's so true. think about that for a second. I mean, there's Ugh. nobody who's no, there's no Antifa that's going to drive their SUV into right. a I, crowd of, of MAGA hats. I, I'm not sure how many people on the left have uh, talked about, uh, I don't know, kidnapping a Republican <laughs> governor. Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, we may we may fantasize about it in our sleep, but we don't actually. We don't hatch, do it. We don't have plans, hatch plans and try to execute on those plans. Well, and then um, you know when the FBI busted this group, the Republican Michigan. leader yeah. of the Michigan House was like, "Oh my god, this has no place. This is outrageous." They've spent years abetting these people, enabling them, passing laws that say that people can walk around the Michigan State House. Strapping any right. weapon, intimidating people that they don't agree with politically. They've invited this kind of thing. And then he has the nerve to say he's outraged by this? Oh, this is, my God. This is the chickens coming home to roost. Re- reaping what you sow. Yeah, I mean, that's oh what this is. But, but did you see the interview with that sheriff, that local sheriff in Michigan? No. Who, there, You should check this out. There's a local sheriff in one of the towns or one of the areas where right. these guys are from and he was basically and he knew them or he knows them and he right. was like well you know we have to presume they're innocent until proven guilty and you know the term kidnapping may be misused here oh my God. it may be that they were just trying that they were you know a lot of people felt like what the governor was doing was exceeding the law so they were just talking about arresting i'm like 
Uh, this guy's law me. enforcement. Yeah, you need to lose your job for this. Oh but secondly, God. are you sanctioning citizens' arrests here, like well, the governor? Vigilantism. Well, that's exactly what this is. I mean, vigilantism. Militias are Ill, actually illegal in Michigan, but they they're illegal in all fifty states. But we need to stop calling them militias and stop well, calling them domestic terrorists. Right. I mean, domestic terror groups, but they call themselves militias. And there's something in the Constitution, a well-regulated militia, means something very different from what these people are. Yet, governors of both parties, law enforcement, have overlooked this in a lot of ways because these guys are ar- so well-armed. You think but that's now, as you said, the chickens are coming home to roost. These guys have been mobilized and activated by the President of the United States yeah. and a variety of other politicians, including the leader of, of the Republican State House in Michigan, who've enabled this kind of behavior, nod, nod, wink, winking at these guys Forget since at the least nod, the nod, 1990s. Forget about the nod, nod, wink, wink. Remember the tweet over the summer that Trump, oh, that right. Trump sent out saying, liberate Michigan, all liberate. in caps? It was in the, it was in the spring, yeah. Liber- the spring liberate Michigan. Or the right. summer. Whatever it was. The it was. It was right before the armed right. group went up to right. the uh, Capitol building and tried to take it over. I know, so and they they, think funnily, those guys it. were screaming at those police officers. They were getting in their face. They were armed and so on and so forth. But the crowd, who's like all about, we have to support law enforcement yeah. and the blue line, they didn't have their boo to say about yeah. how they, the police officers were abused by these people. Because law That's and order funny, is man. Meant, law and That's order funny. is meant for, for dark people, not for <laughs> white people. White people are law and order. White people Black can do people, whatever the fuck they want. That's pretty much what it is. Law and order is meant to keep minorities Wait, imagine, would that sheriff have been saying the same thing if no. Gretchen Whitmer was a Republican and black people wanted to kidnap her? No. Imagine no, if they, there was those a black guys group. probably would have been killed. Imagine if there was a Muslim group in Michigan that had plotted to kidnap <laughs> oh my the, God. the governor. They would. Oh. I mean, can you imagine what the what would be going oh on in God. this country? Oh my God! But this is nothing new. I mean, no, remember, it's nothing new. You remember when Dylan Roof went into the he black got Burger church King. and he got and, Burger King and he got Burger King. He shot asked, nine people. To I death. texted you and I said, if Dylan Roof's name was Daoud El Raouf. <laughs> What? what would have happened to him? What would have been the outcome of that police chase? Oh, my God. He would have well, gotten King. They would have killed him, and then they would have rounded up every Muslim in exactly. South Carolina. Exactly. There would have been no Burger King for him. No Burger King. No Halal Burger King. He got a, he got a Whopper and fries, right? I don't know what he got, but do you think they're marketing the Dylan Roof meal at Burger King now? <laughs> that would be pretty horrible. It's only ninety nine I mean, cents for the for the nine millimeter. Oh my it's God. double nine. It comes with a Glock. Oh Jesus Christ! Toy Glock. Fuck! Does have to be a toy. That's awful. Oh, That's I, I can't believe heading, we just man. said that, dude. What is new? Yes. What well, I don't know if it's new. You tell me. Is the rioting in the uh, Hasidic in communities Park? in Brooklyn in Borough yeah. Park? So I sent you that article today. Yeah. Because I want, as I was reading about it, and it's it is getting more extreme, or it has gotten. Didn't more they beat up some journalist? They beat up a, a Jacob Hasidic journalist. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They beat up a Hasidic journalist, and they're basically, you know, hordes. And I mean, that's probably not a good word to use, but let's say dozens of young men who don't have anything else going on right now, 
who are right. rioting over the restrictions placed on them because of well, COVID. I have a question. Yeah. Is it, it, is it halakhically okay to riot on Shabbat? Well, it wasn't on the Sabbath. It was during the intermediate days of Sukkot. Oh, right. So that's okay. You can Plus, ride on Sukkot, but yeah, Sh- Shabbat, the, you have to take on, a rest. It has to be in the intermediate days, not on the first two days or the last two uh-huh, days, which I are see. considered okay. more holy. Um, so wait, for some really, of our listeners who don't know, yeah. Governor Cuomo and Mayor de Blasio have cracked down on... On religious gatherings. On religious gatherings, because Why? cases are rising in New York City again, and these... And the... Hasidic community of Borough Park is one in one of those well, zip codes the, the, where the cases that are rising in New York are primarily in Brooklyn and Queens, uh-huh. and guess what? In zip codes where there are ultra you know, big ultra orthodox communities. Right. So it's not hard to figure out where <laughs> right, the on? cases are coming from. Right. So it's not that they're targeting Jewish people. It's that these gatherings have proven to be less right. than safe. For the general public. Okay, so what so do you do? You say you can't have these gatherings. Right. And the, but now if you're in this community, what do you say? You say, I have to go to shul. Exactly. How can I not go to shul? How can you impede on my religious, religious rights? Right. So you get right. a rabble rouser like this guy, Heshi Tischler, right. who, who is an actual just troublemaker from the right. neighborhood. He's got a, does he have a podcast this. or a radio program? No, he, he posts like YouTube videos. Oh, right. He's a YouTuber. I love his name. He, yeah, Heshi, Heshi, Heshi Tischler. Tischler. Heshi Tischler. Heshi like only, the, you don't go, you don't find a Heshi Tischler anywhere other than in Borough Park, Brooklyn. Maybe in Muncie. Okay. His brother or his cousin, but nowhere else in the world. Heshi's a great name. Yeah, okay. Um, but he has been leading this charge against the restrictions. And earlier right. in the spring, he was the one who went and cut off the locks from parks that had been right. closed down. that's right. And he became a local hero because right. he was sticking it to the man. Right, So right. I read that article and I sent it to you. Jordan and I have been talking about this for but a few wait a days second. now. Yeah. He's sticking it to the man. Meanwhile, this community benefits a lot from the man. Shh. I mean, a lot. And basically, the gov, the mayor of New York City, no matter who it is, often bends over backwards yes, and bends over for the rebbies in this. Because they're a this political name. block. They have. Power. Yeah. They, the the rebbies deliver votes, right? The rebbies right. have so much power don't, that they don't. Tell the rebbies have their own like police escorts. These guys have lots of power, but yeah. part of you know part of what they're doing now is much like what's going on in Michigan. Right. So people have been radicalized by this hatred of right. you know what, what they feel is this their rights are being infringed upon somehow because they have to wear right. masks. Right. They're exactly. They're going after the government. So the, the the mask and like but here's the thing. It's like do they also do they think that they are not going to get sick? <laughs> I mean, mean, like, here's the thing, you know, this is such an inch, you would normally say, like, okay, they really need to do this because this is a community, you know, you can spread this, but this is such an insular community, they're only going to kill themselves. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. The super spreader in chief got sick and he got better, miraculously. 
Right. So maybe yeah, but he has like this drug cocktail and that drug cocktail. You're talking logic and facts now. Right, right, right. But if they're and Trump is a hero to both of these communities. So my point is, is that they're only going to hurt their own communities. So like, I don't know. Why do I care? Tell me why I care. Because their communities do not exist in a complete vacuum, and they can infect other people. That is true. Right, and that's but for the most part, these are extremely insular communities. But still, I mean, when we when we we watched that movie, we watched that series Unorthodox, and we were like, this couldn't, this doesn't make sense. She doesn't just be in this community and then all of a sudden get on the plane to Berlin. Right, like because they're so insular, she wouldn't even know how to do that. No, but you could still get on a public transportation. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, you could, you still. Just go to the because, Diamond District? Well, go anywhere. I mean, <laughs> right. the, the communities are not hermetically sealed. I'm being a dick sealed. by saying Diamond. No, but the communities are not hermetically sealed. Just like right. you know, these assholes in Michigan. They don't live in hermetically sealed neighborhoods or towns. Like They're right, right, potentially right. infecting innocent people. So, I mean, again, if you're following Trump and he tells you that this is not going to hurt well, you... this is why, really... Yeah. Our only hope is an effective vaccine because well, does anybody think for a second, let's say November 3rd happens and it turns out that former Vice President Biden wins and by hook or by crook, he ends up in the Oval Office despite the fact that Donald right. Trump is going to try to steal the election. Right. I mean, it, if there's anybody out there who doesn't think that Donald Trump is going to try to steal the election and not going to mobilize these same people in Michigan to intimidate people in the process of stealing the election, yeah. they're fucking crazy. Okay, well, but let's assume, let's assume in January 2021, yeah. Joe Biden becomes the president of the United States. Yep. Does anybody believe that Heshi Tischler is going to suddenly say, you know what, okay... We really shouldn't have 500 nope. people crammed into the basement of, you know, whatever in Borough Park nope. for Lag Baomer or whatever. Nope. It's going to get, that actually is going to get worse because right. the people who already distrust the government right. are, one, not going to trust the results of the election. Right. And two, not going to want to listen to a Democrat anyway. Exactly. And as so, long as Fox News is still going to be there to amplify all And Trump voices, tweeting. And this all these people gonna, thinking that their no, guns are going to get taken away, and all these the people election, think their Torah is going to get taken away because they can't gather in Borough Park. This isn't going to end once Trump goes. It's not going to end. That's exactly my point. And the only yeah. way, because people won't wear a mask, people won't social distance, people will continue to uh, riot and whatever over not being... I mean, who the fuck wants to go to synagogue? But that's a completely different story. Uh, but, all right, all right, different story. All right, different story. All right, different story. But... That means that we're still going to be living in essentially yeah. the same situation we're in now. Uh, there was a subtle difference. It'll be worse in ways. It'll be worse in some ways. It'll be better in other ways. because we Well, it'll be better have, in that we have rational yes. people We won't who have are, a president who's encouraging this and fanning the flames of it. Exactly. We'll have okay. an actual functioning And government. there'll be... Science and yes. science-based decision-making yes. and no distortions. And the president of the United States will not be the single greatest source of COVID misinformation exactly. in the world, etc. So okay. Those things at a macro level will be better, but yeah. the resistance to public health measures will There's be greater. Change. Yep. Either be the same gonna, or be greater. And then we're going to see when 
a vaccine is actually ready. Yeah, because I don't believe that there's going to be a vaccine. Well, eventually, there will. Eventually. Be. So when it is, when they do have a vaccine, who's going to take it and who's not going to take it? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that was something that I that really uh, bothered me in the the little of the VP debate that I did watch, when yeah. Kam- Kamala Harris said flat out, "I'll trust scientists who tell me to right. have, take the vaccine." And but he I said, won't "Stop politicizing." And he was like, I can't believe (laughs) that, you you know, this is what you're going to do and you've got to follow, you know, this is the problem. It's like, this is not what I'm saying. I have to say, that was, I have to say though, that was Pence. He's a skillful debater. He's he's an asshole. Well, of course he's an asshole, but he's a skillful debater. He turned that around. But it was it wasn't what she said. So of course not. But that's the point. But that's the point. Wait, are you expecting them to like engage in this like above board kind of like? Oh well, I realize that's not what you were saying, (laughs) Senator. No, of course not. (laughs) No, but does that make does that make you a good debater by twisting around your opponent's words? I, I think to some extent, yes. Yeah, because you have to convince them, right? Yeah, I guess, but that's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Anybody whose mind was changed Uh, after either of these debates is a fucking idiot. I mean, bizarre. I mean, the only way that your mind could have been changed after the first debate, after the uh, Trump-Biden debate, is by saying... Wow, Trump is a much bigger asshole and liar <laughs> right, than I right, right. thought, and he is so rude that I don't like him anymore. But if right. there was anybody who was pro Biden who was like, "Yeah, now I'm out," now I'm, I'm like, totally voting for Trump. That's insane. Trump, I want to meet Trump that person. Him. That's like patient meet, zero. I don't want to meet that person. I'm mean, like, wow, what were you? How did yeah, you process? I don't that? want to meet that person. And then, but the but the Harris Pence debate. No, I mean he was just gross. Thing is, yeah. she was not amazing. She got some very good lines off. She did everything that she had to do, which was no damage to the ticket. Yeah, she was good. She, she was, was fine. She, like I said, she had a few good lines. She was a little shaky here and there, but whatever. Um, but he distinguished himself, as I said, uh, as a, the smarmiest, effortless, most prodigious liar who, which is saying so. like a piece of shit, attracts flies. <laughs> That fly was the star of the week. Star of the week. Oh, my God. Also, before we go, I do want to mention that all-time Yankee great passed away yesterday. All the death. I can't take it. Whitey Ford, 91, had a good run. Was she 91 or 92? 91. Had a good run. All-time winningest Yankee, all-time winningest pitcher in Yankee history. Six World Series, six World Series rings, partied his ass off with Mickey Mantle and and Billy Martin. Um, He outlived all his teammates. He outlived pretty much everybody. I mean, he was, upon the time of his death, the greatest living Yankee. Right, like he held that. You know, once DiMaggio died, then Mantle, then Berra, like Whitey Ford. Like now, who is it? It's got to be Reggie. I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Greatest all-time living Yankee. Meanwhile, they lost. They're out. And then, they lost. instead of winning one for the Gipper, they went Where out. were the ghosts? And I thought the ghosts... Well, you know what? When you're playing on the neutral site, there are no so. ghosts. Yeah, there are no ghosts. And they, they went out in a pretty crappy way last night. Yeah, it was night. awful. Felt a little depressed when I woke up this morning. Same. 
Although Cole pitched really well, you know, yeah, he was what you wanted. He said to Boone, he's like, give me the ball. He took the ball. He was not, you know, he wasn't perfect, but he was pretty damn good. Gave up one run. Uh, Chapman once again <sighs> shit the bed, and uh, just, that's all she wrote. I can't take him anymore. I just can't take it. But Too you much know, grief. you know as well as I. I was do, trying to embrace the suck, and then Edward died. Yeah. But you know as well as I do that as yeah. long as the Red Sox have no chance <laughs> right. of winning, then it's all good. Everything after that is gravy. So the Red Sox can't win, and the Celtics can't win uh, the NBA title this true. year. So all things being equal, we're ahead yeah. of the game. True. All right, all right I'm going to go listen to Eruption <laughs> for the 10 millionth time. I'm going to go put on the All right. All right, man, we're out. We're out. We're out.